It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. We know you would like to sit next to him in the dugout or in his office, but this is your chance to chat with the manager of the Minnesota Twins. This is the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota, it's how memories are created and legends are made. Now, here are the hosts of the Paul Molitor Show, Chris Atterbury and Jack Morris. Well, good morning. It is indeed the Paul Molitor Show. Quick turnaround. We left these studios less than eight hours ago, and we're back for another edition of the Paul Molitor Show. Now, it's a decent hour here in the old Midwest. It's an early morning for Paul Molitor, and we're pleased to have Paul waking up with us. Paul, we are not the most pleasing alarm clock, I would imagine, but it sounds a little better when you've won three in a row. It certainly does, Chris. Good morning to you guys. Um, yeah, thankfully, we don't have to do a lot of these West Coast shows that follow night games, but uh, a lot easier coming on after uh, finding a way to win that game last night. It was uh, it was very entertaining. We didn't play particularly well uh, in certain phases of the game, but we found a way to win, which is a really good thing. Paul, I used to tease uh, Ron Gardenhire when he was doing this show that uh, when he was on the West Coast, he'd wake up with his Hugh Hefner silky uh, red pajamas on. I, I imagine <laughs> you are uh, not wearing such a thing as we speak this morning. That's that's quite unusual, guarding guarding in those kind of pajamas, you know. But uh, you know what I did? I, I got back here and uh, uh, did a little work and unwound a little bit after the game, and uh, set my alarm for about seven uh, ten, so I wouldn't be hopefully too groggy as we start the show. Uh, got my uh, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't need to talk about my sleep for that's for sure. But hey, hey, we're excited. We got a chance to go out there today and, and uh, maybe complete a sweep on the road and. And, uh, and you know, have a nice start to our trip here before we head down to Oakland. Well, there seemed to be a, a whole lot of excitement last night after the win. And, uh, you know, it's got to be a little bit different feeling. But what we're noticing is what a difference it makes when Miguel Sano every once in a while hits one out of the ballpark. Nunez is just swinging it so hot. And Joe Maurer now all of a sudden caught a little power hitting the ball out to left uh, three games here this week. It, uh, you know, there's a lot of good signs there and things you talked about, Jack. You know, Miguel, well, you know, we, we see what happens with him. We saw a little bit of a glimpse last year when he kind of gets in that locked-in mode. You know, you can just tell how he's taking the pitches, you know, whether you know he's taking a walk or he's getting that mistake pitch. And uh, he's just finding a way to get the ball over the fence a little bit more frequently as of late. So we'll take this hot streak for sure. You know, Joe, um, you know, he had that great start and kind of, had a little period there where things were going particularly well, probably after I put him in the leadoff spot, to be honest with you. But he's back on track, you know, five homers here uh, through a little bit more than a quarter of the season. And then he's just been playing our most consistent offensive player all year. But it certainly helps when you put runs on the board. Yeah, and Miguel can really affect the entirety of the guys around him when he is swinging the way he is. I want to talk about Brian Dozier, not even necessarily, Paul, about how he's swinging the bat, but after a couple of days working really hard with Bruno on some things, not being in the lineup. 
I've noticed his energy level defensively. He made a handful of big defensive plays over the course of the last couple of days, including being integral in that final play last night. And he just seems to have a little more pep in his step uh, at the plate and in the field. Well, I, I think that's true. Um, you know, and I continue to see swings um, throughout games where it looks like he's at least trying a little bit different swing path to try to give him an opportunity to stay on the baseball a little bit longer. Uh, but we all know he's a good defender, too. But I, I think when you're not hitting, you know, maybe in a short term it's not a big deal, but when things start to get a little bit longer in terms of sort of offensive frustration, you know, it's it's challenging for even guys who've been around a little bit to keep that energy up. But that's what you need to do. That's what being a pro is all about. And it's good to see him out there playing uh, good baseball on both sides of the ball. Yeah, before we get to our first break, Paul, you talked about energy and the way the game ended last night and, and you know, building on how things have gone the first couple of months. So much energy and emotion from not just the players, but you, your staff. We had the loop going of the raw feed from from the dugout on that final play, and you you guys were fired up. That was a, almost had like a little leaguer dog pile yeah. feel to it after the game. That has to feel good. Well, it's, you know, I, I I've been talking about it for a while that even. With where we're at with the season and how things have gone, um, I think we, we, you know, almost every day I can say that we come out here and we have great energy as far as being ready to play. And it doesn't always sustain and things don't go our way. And sometimes we've gotten deflated and, and maybe it looks a little dead at times. But there's no question we've been looking for something to kind of give us a little bit of spark in terms of just uh, – having a break our way and winning a game in some kind of dramatic fashion. And, and you know, last night was one of those games. Uh, we've had really good energy here at uh, Safe Field. They've had big crowds the last couple nights. You know, we had the really nice performance from Pat uh, Friday. And then, you know, yesterday, you know, everybody kind of had a hand in it. We, uh, we went to a lot of people in the bullpen. A lot of guys contributed offensively. And we found a way to stay with the game and, and, and maybe caught a little bit of a break at the end, but it was still very exciting. And, and I know that I was pumped up. I I came out of the dugout here and there at the end of that play, and I just couldn't believe what happened. I never saw anything like that to finish the game, but I was certainly glad I wasn't our favorite for a change. Now, this is the Paul Molitor Show, early morning edition for Paul out in Seattle. If you'd like to join us, 877 877- 38 Twins, 877-38 Twins. We'll take our first time out. And speaking of Sparks, when we come back, we're going to talk about the young starters, Pat Dean and Tyler Duffy, when we return on your home for Twins Baseball. In the history of Minnesota baseball, there's one name that means legend, Killebrew. So when you gather together this summer, there's only one old-fashioned root beer that delivers that Hall of Fame taste to thirsty fans everywhere. That's Killebrew. Your whole family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Pick up a cold, frothy Killebrew root beer at Target Field. Then cheer on the fun. Killebrew root beer. It's how memories are created and legends are made. On the field, baseball players want to be safe. Off the field, everyone should check with the Better Business Bureau at BBB.org before making purchasing decisions. The BBB has helped consumers like you find ethical, trustworthy businesses since 1912. Remember, it's better to be safe than sorry. A fun-filled Caribbean getaway is now closer than you think when you escape to Treasure Island Resort Casino. Splish and splash your way to exciting family fun at the island's new water park, the Lagoon. 
or treat yourself to a little pampering at Wave Spa, our all-new full-service salon and spa. Hotel packages are available or just come down and play for the day. Discover your paradise at TICasino.com. It's island time. Treasure Island Resort and Casino. Let's take it to the field now for some fan reaction, Bob. Thanks, guys. Win or lose, fans agree. You can't beat the great taste of Coop's original yellow mustard. Isn't that right? You're not kidding. There's nothing better than a hot dog at the ballpark, and there's nothing better on a dog than Coop's yellow mustard. It's smooth and mellow with just the right bite. Yeah, Coop's is the game MVP for sure. At the ballpark or at home, no one feels a better team of mustards than Coop's. That's Coop's with a K. Head to your nearest Cub Foods and pick up some Coop's mustard today. Mayo Clinic Sports Medicine is now located in downtown Minneapolis at Mayo Clinic Square, offering comprehensive sports medicine services for all ages and athletic abilities. Visit sportsmedicine.mayoclinic.org for more information or to schedule an appointment. This is the Treasure Island Baseball Network. It's the Paul Molitor Show. Chris Atterbury, Jack Morris here at Target Field. Paul Molitor is uh, in his uh, hotel there in Seattle as his twins hoping to sweep the Mariners on the road uh, a little bit later on this afternoon in the wake of a thrilling win last night. And, uh, Paul, we're going to talk about the, the whole sweep situation a bit later, but I want to build on on Pat Dean and, and Tyler Duffy. When things aren't going well, you need starting pitching to kind of drag you out of the wilderness. And as opposed to the, the free agent guys, the veteran guys, it's been those two young men who have really set a tone each time they've taken the rubber. They have done an outstanding job. There's no doubt about it. You know, when Pat Dean finally got an opportunity, um, you know, after having some really nice seasons uh, down there in the minor leagues, particularly uh, recently in AAA, uh, he's taken advantage of it. You know, he had a nice long outing out of the bullpen, uh, kept us in that crazy game in Detroit, I believe, and now his last couple of starts, he's, he's found a way to get deep in games, and, um, you know, he's not kept, he doesn't have an hour overpowering stuff, but he's certainly given us an idea. He knows what he's doing with the baseball. And when he spots it the way um, that he has the last couple of games, you know, using the inside and the outside and just enough change of speed, um, he's very he's very effective. So uh, I've been happy with that. And Tyler, you know, we, we saw last year how he can compete and how his pitches play up here in the major leagues. Had a little tough time in spring training this year, but went down there and went to work, got himself, got himself back in the rotation. And uh, he's been a very solid contributor here as of late. So those two guys, you know, maybe somewhat surprisingly, are, are the ones that seem to be uh, going out there and giving us some, some consistency as of late. Paul, one of the things I've noticed, especially with Pat Dean, and I know Duffy does it well, but Dean uh, especially well in his couple starts, is pitching inside, not afraid to both right-handers and left-handers to double up inside to use the fastball and the breaking ball. Uh, and he's got good results for it. Is this something that uh, some of your veteran pitchers might have to pay attention to? Well, you know, we, we've talked about that, Jack, in the past. And, and uh, you know, I think sometimes even guys that have been around, they they get that comfort zone uh, of maybe being, you know, too much one-sided as far as the side of the plate they want to pitch to. And uh, we all know that commanding that outside is a huge part to being successful. But, um, you know, when a guy like Pat Dean comes up there, he's going, you know, 88 to 90 for the most part and, and just wants to challenge somebody, I, I, I think that gets people's attention. You know, we, that we do need to do those things. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't think that's something those guys are afraid to do. That. I just think that they have to trust that once in a while, push those guys off the plate and see how much it opens up to the other side for them. Guys, we're going to go to the phones here. We'll get back to starting pitching a, a little bit later, but right now we've got Dave on the line. Dave, do you have a question for Paul Molitor? Yes, I do. Hi, Paul. My name's Dave. I'm from Onamia, Minnesota. Good morning. Morning. Uh, what, I, what I wanted to ask you was... Uh, I remember we used to have a player back in the 70s. I can't, I can't really place his name, but he used to steal home all the time. I think he had uh, seven steals at home in his career. And I was wondering, since there's no collisions aren't really allowed at home, you know, why doesn't uh, or would the Twins ever consider doing that more where they're sending a runner from third to home to try to steal home? Well, I, I think you're talking about Rod Carew. Uh, who, you know, I can't remember how many times, I think seven times in one season. Um, it's just one of those plays that doesn't come up very often as far as the circumstances being lined up. You know, guys pitch out of the stretch a lot more with a guy in third than they used to. And, uh, you know, there's just a matter of, of logistics of the clock that there's not enough time unless you get a guy with a really big lead against the shift and uh, have an opportunity to do that. It's an exciting play when it happens, but unfortunately there's not a lot of times where the risk is worth the reward. Yeah, I think there's a, is it Jack, is there a water cooler in the Coliseum in Oakland that is uh, still uh, hurting after a steal of home against you? <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that at some later point. <laughs> I don't remember that one, Jack. Well, that, that was against Oakland when I was with the Tigers. <laughs> yeah. We'll take a timeout. Appreciate Dave's call. We'll come back, continue talking about some starting pitching with Paul Molitor. It's the Paul Molitor Show. This is your home for Twins Baseball. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Schweigert is fighting your midweek hunger with Dollar and Dog Wednesdays at Target Field. Stop by the Hennepin Grill or Taste of Twins Territory concession stands each Wednesday for $1 Schweigert hot dogs. Visit twinsbaseball.com for more information. This is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing all across America. Despite having more than enough food available, there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids. But they need your help. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
Enjoy U.S. Bank Value Pack Tuesdays at Target Field. Purchase a U.S. Bank Value Pack and receive a free Schweigert hot dog and Pepsi. Visit TwinsBaseball.com for more information. Welcome back to the Paul Mahler Show. Jack Morris here and Chris Atterbury. And our studio's downtown. Paul is out in his hotel room early morning in Seattle. Paul, uh, after a really good outing by Pat Dean in a, a game that he's got to battle one of the game's best starters in Felix Hernandez, a mm-hmm. uh, pretty clear-cut uh, one-sided win. Uh, then Phil goes out yesterday, and again, you have to use your bullpen for a considerable amount of the game. Phil just doesn't seem to have the uh, capability as of late. I shouldn't say that's not a good word, capability. Uh, just he hasn't been able to sustain uh, over the course of you know, seven, eight innings anymore yeah. for whatever reason. He's he's getting around 60 pitches and, and things start unraveling. And we've noticed something in particular. Uh, Chris has got some numbers here that uh, with nobody out, his ERA is about n- almost nine. Uh, he's given up 18 runs, seven home runs in the first inning. So, you know, something going on there where he's just not coming out to the mound ready to pitch? Uh you know, Jack, it's it's uh, it's one of those things. We're we're obviously trying to figure out how to get better. I, you know, we do that with all our personnel. It's uh, it's a concerning about how some of these games have been starting. Um, you know, we've seen the numbers go up there early, which makes it just a hard uh, way to compete when you're fighting. Uh, you know, uphill uh, from the beginning. So, you know, I, I don't think it's a matter of him not being ready. I just think that he's gets into that little bit of a run here where he comes out there and maybe trying to field first pitches. And, you know, he's certainly aware that the beginning of the games haven't gone well. And sometimes it's one of the things that you try to protect protect against something that's been happening. And and the more you try to protect against it, the worse it gets. So, um, you know, I, I thought overall he didn't get, you know, a very fair return on how he threw the ball last night. You know, we saw some jam shots and some other things. But, it's a little bit concerning that, you know, the effectiveness and the laboring and, and having trouble getting deep in the games has is, is been kind of falling into somewhat of a pattern. Now, on the bright side yesterday for Philly, was able to work out of that bases loaded, nobody out jam without a run across in the third. Yep. Not after a visit from Eric Rasmussen. Let's talk about, about Rass back in a, in a big league dugout. Obviously, he's been around a lot of the young kids since the day they, they joined the Twins, but not so much maybe some of the veteran guys. What was that mound visit like? He almost had a smirk on his face. And then also, as long as we're on the, that subject, have you spoken with Neil and how's Neil doing? Well, you know, as far as Raz is concerned, that was a really, really good first meeting. You know, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we kind of got the bullpen going and we're kind of on the brink there and they got, you know, I got the middle of the lineup coming up and he gets three balls hit up in the air, so. Um, Raz kind of has that look on his face all the time. You know, he doesn't get too rattled. Uh, he's been around enough times to know, um, you know, just how the game works sometimes. And he must have said the right thing because we, we did a little bit. Of, we talked about last night a little Houdini act there, but we, we, it was a big zero to put on the board at that juncture of the game. And uh, I'm glad that I have someone like Raz to be able to step in given the circumstances with Neil. You know, it's I've been in touch with Neil, you know, consistently here, to be honest with you, since the uh, you know, the news broke the other day. And, uh, you know, just like we've been talking about it, it's real personal for me, and uh, I'm sure it is for Neil. And um, given his history and everything that's gone on, um, we're just trying to be there for him. And, 
you know, thankfully things are going well. Obviously, he's very remorseful. It's been a challenging time for him. But uh, our whole organization, I know the people in our clubhouse, you know, coaches and staff, uh, we're behind him 100%, and uh, we'll look forward to when he gets uh, back and rejoins our team. Well, Paul, I think uh, everybody that knows Neil Allen feels that way. It's mm, just absolutely. an unfortunate uh, turn of events for him, but uh, I want to make sure you, when you talk to him, because we haven't seen him or talked to him, uh, sure. send him our best, too, because we're all pulling for him. Yeah, you bet I will. I'll, I'll, uh, I'm sure I'm going to try to reach him here this morning sometime before the game. Uh, good. It's, uh, yeah, again, a, a good, good man and a guy who's certainly been a dear friend to uh, to all of us. We'll take our last time out when we come back. Let's focus in on, on today's game and what's at stake for the Minnesota Twins and the opportunity that presents itself. That's next. This is the Paul Molitor Show on your home for Twins Baseball. Hi, folks. Paul Molitor here for Connell Diamond. I've been a customer for years for one simple reason. They make you feel so comfortable. Then there's a selection of diamonds and fine jewelry that is second to none. The fantastic customer service and the great value. Okay, that's a grand slam of reasons why I encourage you to visit Connell Diamond when you're looking to make a jewelry purchase. The readers of Minnesota Bride have voted them best jeweler for six years running. That says it all. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. This is Dave St. Peter, president of the Minnesota Twins, on behalf of Minnesota Eye Consultants. Minnesota Eye is the preferred ophthalmology group of the Minnesota Twins and is a generous supporter of the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. I had my corrective eye surgery at Minnesota Eye, as have several of our players and support staff. If you have special eye care needs or wish to learn more about vision correction without glasses or contacts, contact Minnesota Eye Consultants. Go to mneye.com. For your eyes, do what the twins do and see Minnesota Eye. Celebrating 50 years of winning right, Pentair makes rain a home field advantage at Target Field. While our boys of summer are playing on the field, Pentair's rainwater recycle system is working under the field, capturing and filtering rainwater. The rainwater is reused to wash the lower level seats and more. And it's a hit, saving the twins nearly 2 million gallons of water each year. Visit Pentair.com slash twins to learn more about other sustainable water solutions. Pentair, the official sustainable water provider of the Minnesota Twins. Hey, Twins fans, now is your shot to win playing one-day fantasy baseball at DraftKings.com, the official one-day fantasy baseball partner of your Minnesota Twins. With one-day fantasy baseball at DraftKings, you can play when you want with the players you want, and DraftKings is bringing the excitement of the game to a whole new level. With every strikeout and every monster home run, bringing you closer to victory. Just pick two pitchers and eight position players, stay under the salary cap, and outscore the competition to win. Go to DraftKings.com now and use promo code MNTWINS to play free today. There's two ways to enjoy the Hall of Fame taste of Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Traditional glass bottles and six-packs or by the case, or the go-anywhere, chill-instantly, non-breakable, resealable aluminum bottles. Choose your fun and create a legendary memory today. Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Available at Cub Foods for your next get-together. Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. 
This is the Paul Mahler Show. Chris Atterbury, Jack Morris. It is brought to you by Killer Brew Root Beer. Again, a legend born in Minnesota. And, Paul, I want to talk about the opportunity that presents itself today. Uh, we've discussed at length this year sweeps. It's a, a difficult thing to sweep a team, and yet the Twins have been swept eight times. You stave off the sweep against the Royals uh, earlier in the week, last time we spoke, and now you've got a chance to be on the other side of that occasion. A good day to get a little greedy, isn't it, when you get the first two? Well, I, I think that should be your mentality, uh, you know, of all the years that I've been around. And, you know, you just look for those opportunities to, to take advantage of trying to complete uh, uh sweep, three-game, four-game, two-game. It really doesn't matter. It, they don't come around all that often. And if you're doing it on a regular basis, you're probably going to have a heck of a year. So uh, that's one thing that's been really kind of tough for me in uh, in all these um, in this in this first quarter is the fact that these sweeps, you know, you think that somehow, some way, you, know, you can find a way to win a game and to have it happen eight times to us uh, early in the year has been really, really tough to swallow. But we do have a chance to turn that around today and uh, against a good Mariner team. Uh, hopefully, Ricky has a good day and we find a way to get a, pull out another win. Paul, Ricky's mound opponent today, uh, right-hander, big, strong kid. Uh, at times, he can ta- dominate. Taiwan Walker, talk about uh, your approach with him today. Well, he's, you know, he likes his fastball. I, I think in the past we've seen him try to include his secondary pitches a little bit more than he is currently. I think last uh, game, I think Benansky was telling me that fastball percentage was about 85%. So uh, he's going to challenge people. Um, righty's actually been doing better than the lefties. Don't have a lot of options uh, lineup-wise. I, I haven't finalized it yet, but, you know, with Trevor probably getting at least one more day and, and Kirk getting banged up last night, um, I'm a little bit limited. But uh, we'll try to put him in the right places and keep that fastball in the zone and hopefully keep the offense going. Yeah, Jack smiling when you talk about that type of fastball percentage. Last time we saw Walker throw one hitter against you guys, Sano's home run was the only hit. But you mentioned the short bench. You're carrying the 13 pitchers out of necessity, yeah. and then you're down a couple guys. First of all, how is Kurt? He took a real cage rattler from Nelson Cruz last night. Is he available if you need yeah. him today? Well, thanks for the reminder on the one hitter. I appreciate that. And then, uh, we'll... That's in the past, Paul. Yeah, yeah, I know. Turn the page. Um, you know, Kurt. You know, we've seen it. I don't know how many times this year where you know that thing just rocks him back. And and last night I was concerned. We watched him go back out there. And, you know, first he took the at bat and he didn't swing. And then when they went out there and you could see he was just kind of rocking, trying to get comfortable. And uh, thankfully, no concussion things that we're concerned about, but, you know, that those things take their toll. I think he would be available today, uh, and hopefully we won't have to get him in the game. Trevor, you know, somehow, some way, he, he, he kept that bone bruise, and, and people who have bone bruises, they, they're painful, and uh, it just was affecting him too much. We're hoping to calm it down with some medicine, and, and hopefully he'll be back out there here uh, sometime before this trip's over. Paul, I talked to Kurt uh last homestand about the foul tips that he's taken over the course of his career and mm-hmm. it's just mind-boggling to me how you know in a day and age where we're more and more aware of concussions that a guy sure. uh, can take so many hits and you know i i gotta wonder and i'm sure you do too uh you know how many more can one guy take uh, and why does it always happen that a foul tip hits him in the face instead of somewhere else you know yeah it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you guys saw that concussion movie, but, you know, for me, there's, it sure opened my eyes about some things and that educated me a little bit. But, um, 
you know, I don't know. It, it's one of those things that over a long career, you know, thinking about catching way back, you know, college, high school, and, and, and you get dinged. And, and yeah. it's kind of have a, a cumulative effect. And, uh, you know, so you're very, you know, you're very careful in how you proceed forward now. When something like that happens last night and you see signs of him not feeling particularly well, uh, I know that the risk of him getting hit in that game again aren't great, but if it happens, that's, that's when you get get concerned when they happen in you know in, in a relatively short amount of time like that. So, uh, yeah, dangerous game back there. There's no doubt about it. There, you're taking a little bit of a risk. Paul, we appreciate it this morning. Getting up early for us. Don't answer your door if there's a knock. It's not housekeeping. It's probably Gladden. Okay. And we'll see okay. you at the ballpark later on. Get a sweep, uh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we hope so. Hopefully, there wasn't too much mumbling today, guys. <laughs> and uh, uh, hopefully, we have a good week. That's, that's Paul you. Molitor. It's the Paul Molitor Show. And uh, another uh, great insights from Paul throughout the course of this one. For Jack Morris, I'm Chris Atterbury. We're back at 2 o'clock with Inside Twins, Twins, then baseball. The Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Rupier, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from sky skyrocketing storage costs, and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.